Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Hosted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we're on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you are local, you would dial 702-650-5588 to join in on our discussion today. If you have a prayer request, a praise report, a general comment, we'd love to hear from you. Again, that number is 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for you. That would be 800-366-8883. Again, if you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, please dial 800-366-8883. We are being streamed live from KKVV's website, which is www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless. We are all waving to you now. And we're also being streamed live over the Internet from Save the Lost at All Costs' website. And our web address is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, we really encourage you to go visit our website. Again, www.savethelostlv.org. The gospel is always free on our watch. Select the date that you like to listen to and encourage your friend to listen with you as well. We are also being archived on iTunes. So if you have an Apple device, uh, you can catch our podcast, which are rebroadcast on iTunes as well. And still, the gospel is free. No charge. Now, if you have a cell phone, and most of us do, I really encourage you to lock this number in. You can listen to KKVV anytime, and you can listen to Save the Lost at All Costs right now. That number would be 605-313-0630. I say again, 605-313-0630. It works in the United States only. So, I am Sister Nina. In the center, you see Pastor Joseph E. Terry. Some people say Pastor Joe. Pastor T is always Pastor Terry to me. And over on the other side, bringing up the triple three, would be Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire, who is visiting with us. And she is on XM Sirius Radio, Channel 126, Ask the Good Doctor. That is also her web address, www dot ask the good doctor dot org. I say again, www.askthegooddoctor.com. Excuse me, dot org. O-R-G. It's org. All right. So, Pastor, would you say hello? And then we want uh, Dr. LaJoyce to say hello. Well, I just want to welcome all of our listeners out in Radio Land, let you know that we are always praying for you. Amen. And hopefully... There will be something you will hear today that will encourage you, that will inspire you, that will help you to grow in the Spirit of God. And if you're lost, that will encourage you to get into the ark of safety because mm-hmm. salvation is a must. Yes. Amen. So glad to be here with Minister Nina, with Dr. LaJoyce, 
and expecting a blessing myself. Amen. Yes, I do yes, have some, yes, we are. some, I do have some good things to share when you was pointing out what you were going to cover today. Right. Um, I'm going to talk about things that process into glucose. Okay. Well, okay. that sounds wonderful. Dr. LaJoyce, we'd love to hear your voice. Hi there. Well, hello, everyone. It's so glad to be here. I am glad to be in Las Vegas. I have really been enjoying myself. We had a fantastic event on Friday at the Sahara West Library. I appreciate you all, and it has been a great visit in Las Vegas. So thank you, Las Vegas. Well, thank you. And also, you took some private consults Saturday as well, correct? I did. I did. I took consultations on Friday, on Saturday as well. And I want to just thank you for being on the ground and getting everything together, finding the venue. It was just absolutely perfect. And I want to thank the Sahara West Library as well and the Plaza Hotel and Resort for being a participating sponsor as well as Power 88. So thank you for all of those introductions. Oh, you're welcome. You know, the thing is, is that we have to always open up our hearts and our doors for those who do the work of the Lord, because that's what his uh, word instructs us to do. And so we considered it an honor to be able to do that. And you're coming bearing great gifts. Amen. That are eternal. Amen. So our topic for today is, are we guilty of worshiping food and drink more than God? Come on. So that's our topic today. Again, are we guilty of worshiping food and drink more than God? This is moving into the realm of idolatry. Mm -hmm. So this is something that we should really, really take seriously. And I hope that you open up your hearts and minds and get blessed. And as Pastor Terry says, if it doesn't apply, let it fly. fly. But I believe it applies to each and every one of us because we have a responsibility uh, when we are doing kingdom work, if we are going to be effective witnesses. So I have one scripture that I'd like to share, and then I have some information that I've collected, and uh, I'm going to turn it over to the elders here, and I'm going to get fed, Pastor. Amen. So I am looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and I am looking at verse 31. I'm in the New King James Version, and the Word of God says this, Therefore, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all to, to the, the glory, glory of, of God. God. Amen. So Amen. you need to definitely be mindful of that. I'm going to say it again. First mm-hmm. Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. Therefore, whether you eat or drink, comma, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Now, I have been doing a little research But I have a Greek word, and I want to give it because we give the Greek word every week. Amen. So the Greek word is for gluttony. And gluttony is an inordinate desire to consume more than is required. Hmm. So the Greek word comes out of Strong's G5314, and it's phagos. It's spelled P-H-A-G-O-S. Again, P-H-A-G-O-S. And that is our Greek word for today. Now, a little research. We were kind of looking at sugar, or shall I say I was looking at sugar versus cigarettes. And I have found that sugar can lead to obesity, which causes about 17 million deaths Hmm. uh, in our globe here. Can you imagine that? Yeah, in America. So, you know, our little local globe here. Yes, yes. Amen. 
Amen. And that um, it is as, just as addictive as nicotine and cocaine. It would be considered the silent killer. A lot of people are familiar with diabetes. Well, I don't know if people know, but diabetes is the leading, leading cause of you losing your eyesight. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, it is. Amen. And believe it or not, eye surgery is probably one of the most effective surgeries when it comes down to cataracts. It's 97 percent uh, successful because people have been operating on the eyes for so long. So can you imagine that your eye doctor can actually see what's going on with you? Oh, absolutely. As it pertains to sugar because of a diabetic eye. And everybody wants to have their sight, correct? Amen. Now, we know that lung cancer happens because of cigarettes, pancreatic cancer, throat cancer, stomach cancer, uh, O excuse me, COPD, you know, strokes, heart disease, and that's about 5 million deaths a year, but 17 million in related to sugar. That's three times more than what uh, cigarettes do. And one thing about cigarettes, it usually targets an older child or a young adult. Yeah, but they're going after the young people now. But sugar is happening in the womb. Yes. That's true. And there are children who are fighting their parents, and other people for sugar. It's true. So, I mean, if we look at how this flows over a continuum, uh, this should be something that people should really think about, and people feel free to give candy. I mean, we didn't find out the effects of cigarettes for a long, long, long time. time. Yep. And the sugar, it deposits, and it takes a while, but what it does is it's a killer. Make no mistake. So there's a man by the name of A.J. Jacobs. He wrote a book called The Year of Living Biblically. Mm. The book was written to study the Bible for nutritional clues about Jesus' diet. Mm -hmm. And what he was able to find is that people back in Jesus' time ate mostly a plant-based clean diet in the region of the world where it was lentils mainly, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and fish. Believe it or not, Pastor and Dr. LaJoyce, the snack foods were grasshoppers and crickets. Come on. And many of them ate their food raw, which was not cooking. There was no refrigeration. That's right. Amen. So with no refrigeration, there's hardly any meat involved. Amen. You know, salt was a preservative, but you had to carry everything around. That's right. So we have to be mindful of that. Mm -hmm. You know, most people have two and three refrigerators. I'm guilty. I have one upstairs and downstairs. I have two refrigerators. And some people, depending on the region or where they come from, they got a freezer too, Pastor. Amen. Yes. Amen. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) and if we look at our teeth, because Dr. LaJoyce, you talked about teeth. We only have four canines. And canines are used to tear meat apart. We have eight frontal teeth, which are called incisors, which is to bite fruit and vegetables. But the majority of our teeth are molars, Mm -hmm. which are in the back. Mm -hmm. And they are used to grind and crush plants and seeds. Mm -hmm. Now, our intestines are four times longer than we are tall. Can you imagine that? Now, a six-foot man, four times would be 24 feet in the belly. Mm -hmm. Huh. And that is to process and break down carbohydrates, right? And within our plants and vegetables that we eat. However, when we eat a lot of meat and take in little or no fiber, clog it up. Then guess what? That's where constipation comes and bloating. (laughs) So everybody wants to know why they got the big belly. That's right. Well, I'm going to let Dr. LaJoyce go into that a little bit, (laughs) but I just want to bring people's awareness. 
Saliva, human saliva, is alkaline and full of enzymes. Should be alkaline. It should be, but it's designed to be. That's right. No, we can change that, but as God designed it, it was supposed to be alkaline and full of enzymes. And it has something called... Amylase. 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 Mm -hmm. That's designed to process plants and carbohydrates. Carnivores, saliva is just the opposite and mostly acidic. Mm -hmm. I think I've gotten their attention. Pastor Terry and Dr. LaJoy, so I want to turn it over to you. But again, if you're just joining us, the topic is, you know, are we guilty of worshiping food and drink more than God? Mm -hmm. And I had to look at myself and I'm out of balance. Well, you said a whole lot, and I'm just trying to collect it all because I do have some responses. And also I have some things I want to share with the listening audience. You know, when you talk about sugar, and this is one of the things I think people don't really, most people don't know it, and the ones that do don't take it serious. Mm. You know, when you eat starch, period, any starchy food, okay, and that would be uh, carbohydrates, we could call that essential carbohydrates because it has some nutrients to it. If you eat rice or potatoes, things like of that nature that are starch, your liver converts that into glycogen, which is our power source. But glycogen is glucose, and that's sugar. So on top of eating processed sugar or table sugar, which is a carbohydrate, but it's non-essential, so it has no uh, nutritional value. All it does is put fat on you clog up your veins with a whole lot of things that will cause problems and it's not just diabetes because the sugar eats like acid uh, the thing that we need to understand is you talked mentioned uh, diabetics and we have you know uh, type 1 and type 2 diabetics those that need insulin and those that use medication and much of the um, Oral medication that diabetics use have some tremendous side effects, so that creates mm. additional problems. Matter of fact, we had one pharmaceutical company that was being sued because people were having amputations due to using their medication. So there's so many different things. It also leads to congestive heart failure because after a while, the diabetes is eating away at all the other major organs, and then you start having problems with your heart. You know, you have water on your heart, so now you got congestive heart failure, and it even bothers your lungs, and then, of course, your kidneys, and I've dealt with that. I've had diabetes on both sides of my family. I know what it's about uh, I've had to deal with uh, the special diets. One of the reasons why I took an interest in uh, training and going to school for nutrition, and I am a certified dietetic technician, uh, certified dietary service supervisor. So I've worked as a dietary director. So I know this. I'm very familiar with what we're talking about here today. We know when the pancreas is not functioning properly, it's not excreting the amount of insulin to keep uh, the blood sh- the sugar the blood sugar at a safe level, and then that's when diabetes occur. Or if you're putting too much insulin in your system at one time, the pancreas can only process what it can process. Well, the, if the pancreas is not functioning properly, then that's that's a reason for putting insulin in. But again, if what you're putting in is not a proper amount, it'll cause just as 
much of a problem yeah, as, it, as it, if it's binge, not binging is binging right binging is. Binging absolutely is absolutely and, and, and so there's uh, there's much for us to really explore and then research you know we look at the Leviticus chapter 11 uh, the whole chapter talks about what is you know allowed and disallowed and this was Old Testament theology uh, I know when we get to um, Acts chapter 10 and Peter going to Cornelius' house, he had a vision, and in the vision, there was a sheet that dropped down, had every kind of animal on it. He told him he could eat. We knew Jews, and we know today that Jews uh, that are, um, we're not talking about Messianic Jews, but Orthodox. Jews that still practice Judaism, uh, Orthodox Jews, they don't eat pork. So, um, but the Lord told Peter it was all right to eat of that that was on the sheet, and we know that it was every kind of animal. But here's the thing I really believe we're dealing with, and I know that Dr. LaJoyce can really uh, give us some tremendous input when it comes to this, is as number one, consumption. You know, uh, I can remember my grandmother being a chronic diabetic, and this was her words, long as I'm living, I'm going to eat some of what I want. She didn't just eat some of what she wanted. She eat, she she ate plenty of what she wanted, and that was what created a tremendous problem. And I saw that not just with her, but I saw that with my father, who was a chronic diabetic, had amputations, the whole deal. Mm -hmm. So as much for those who are listening to take into consideration, some of the people listening out there are dealing with what we're talking about mm -hmm. right Absolutely. now. Right. And like you said, sugar is like a drug. And I think it's been determined because, you know, well, I, I, I'm look, I'm a fess up right now. I, I can't seem to put down my Dr. Pepper and ah. it's full of sugar. Yes. You know, and so at this point, I'm going to let Dr. LaJoyce jump in because I know she's about to rebuke me here in a minute. <laughs> Amen. And the thing is, Dr. LaJoyce, if you could touch on trigger foods, as I was studying, uh, you were doing some consults and uh, I understand that people who are grieving, Yes. People who are in pain for whatever reason, spiritual pain, emotional pain, mm -hmm. there are some foods that I understand are trigger foods. Mm -hmm. And well, I heard that foods. sugar and flour, you know, just to yes. name a couple. And I just want uh, you to do what you do best. Ask the good doctor. Well, those are, thank you. And those are foods that comfort when Amen. people are in pain. Amen. And that's where the term comfort foods has derived because they do just that. And I am also a hospice chaplain. And in my office, my director keeps, he calls it he our healthy junk food, but it's a junk food corner. Mm -hmm. And it's a snack tray that we have delivered monthly. And it's full of all kinds of you know, like healthy pop popcorn, Himalayan salt popcorn and popcorners and turkey jerky and uh, granola bars and that kind of thing. Because he says the business of death or helping people die mm. is hard enough. He said the last thing he wants is for us to be hungry while doing wow. it. Wow. So, you know, it's really soul food, food for your soul. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we have to be careful because in the word it says be filled um, do nothing in excess, whereas be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so we are to be mindful of that. Um, and that's in um, Ephesians 5, 15. 18. 
18. Yeah, well, well it, it goes, it yeah, goes down to 18. 18. Yeah. And, you know, we have to be mindful of that, that the only thing we're supposed to really have in excess in our lives mm-hmm. is being filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And that's supposed to be because when we have the Word of God written in our hearts, it will be um, what comes out of our mouths and what comes out of our spirits and actions and in deeds. So um, what you speak of, um, Pastor, with the diabetes is it's an epidemic unto itself. Yeah, it and is. it is such an uh, it is. I would say the pandemic. I, I would think because people are pre-diabetic. If we look you know at what? I don't believe in that. OK, I'm going to tell you why. Because well, do, you, do you think people are on the on almost there? Almost there, but the, you're either diabetic or you're not diabetic. I received that. So the pre-diabetes is meaning it means really technically that your blood sugar is 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 um, elevated is elevated and it is not um, uh, it hasn't a baseline. So what Pastor was talking about the pancreas not functioning properly yes. and the insulin not producing. You know, one of the we do that to ourselves, mm-hmm. and one of the things see we don't catch diabetes. He says he has diabetes on both sides of his family. You know, our biography does not have to be our biology. So it's not contagious. It's not contagious. You don't catch it. It's not a cold and you don't inherit it. There are very few. Because I don't have it. That's correct. Even though you won't put down your Dr. Pepper. chronic on both sides of my family. Even though you won't put down your Dr. Pepper, but you keep working on the Dr. Pepper, you may. So, (laughs) but no, and... What I, I'm saying, I'm being facetious, but what I'm, I'm saying that because what we have to be mindful of is what we pass down one to another are eating habits. We pass down how Amen. to make the macaroni and cheese with five cheeses and cream of right. mushroom soup and heavy cream. And we pass down how to make baklava with phyllo dough and uh, a quart of honey and, you know, all of the sticky goodness that goes in it. So what we're talking about here is what we've whipped up in our kitchens and that's how we pass diseases one to another. Because if we eat what mom and them ate, we're going to re- reap the benefit of yes. their diseases. And that is a fact. And so one thing he's talking about in terms of the pancreas and um, not being able to perform as it should, when I say we did that to ourselves, we've done that because... When you're eating those six small meals a day, you know how they say you're a dietitian. So they say, you know, eat your three meals and your mm-hmm. three, your three small meals and your three, three small meals and your three meals a day. So you want three snacks and three meals. That's a model to stoke your met- metabolism. And a lot of people use that model for weight loss and for other things as well, the keto diet and such. It's a good remedy for eating short term. But if you, maintain that long term what happens is you are tricking the pancreas into not making its own Mm -hmm. insulin Mm -hmm. because now the pancreas can't get back to baseline and the pancreas can't get to rest so if you're always putting something in your mouth then the pancreas is still like way up here elevated 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 and it can't do its job so it can't go home it can't go to sleep it can't sleep for a couple of hours if you're constantly stoking it so then we that's a disruption in what god has intended for the um the work to that the pancreas has to do Mm -hmm. Well, 87 million people in America are obese. So that would be 68.87%. So let's just say 7 out of 10 people are obese. Mm -hmm. Now, a food addiction is just like a drug or alcohol addiction. 
Addiction means body has become chemically dependent on one or more substances and needs these substances to function normally. Mm-hmm. I hear people say, I'm a chocoholic. Yep. I hear people say, I have to have three or four Cokes a day. Mm-hmm. I don't do coffee. I don't do, but, you know, I like my Coke. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have to have this. I got to have hot sauce. And I'm not upset with hot sauce, but a lot of salt. I love that. If it doesn't have any salt on it, I don't, okay, yes. I, I don't, I don't want it. True. And then certain things have to have so much sugar, like Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I, gotta make I can't my, believe we still drink that. Well, I, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> and it's, it's, uh, welcomed in most environments. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. Just like you mentioned nicotine before. Yes. With all of the information available about cigarettes, it's amazing to me that it's still a billion-dollar mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm. For people to willingly, first of all, pay about $7 a pack for one for it, okay? Then willingly strike a match and put it to their mouths and inhale it. That A cigarette that contains ammonia, and you know it, that has a warning label on its Full of carcinogens. Loaded with carcinogenic items and ingredients. And we still do that. Now what we know about sugar, how it amps up the central nervous system and whips it up to the point when you said that it's from the womb, you are absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of pregnant women use the excuse of being pregnant to eat whatever, eat whatever they, they want. want. Mm-hmm. Or... People who are uh, senior citizens, grandmama, who said, you know, I'm going to eat whatever I want to eat. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who just have that ideology, I'm going to eat whatever I want to because I'm going to die from something and I'm going to die happy. You want to alter metabolism? All it, all it takes is a high sugar diet. Well, the thing is, and then we also have to understand when you read a package, and you were talking about that at the workshop, mm-hmm. there's at least 60 different code names for sugar. Oh, yeah. So, and MSG. And so then when you add, then you add dyes in there. Mm-hmm. And so I just would encourage anyone who's listening to this radio ministry, just pick up any package. And I'm sure that there's a lot of different words for sugar that are right there next to each other that you cannot pronounce. That's right. Uh, they're dyes that are going to have numbers to indicate colors, but they'll have numbers. They won't. Sometimes it says red, but a lot of times things are written in code. And if you cannot decipher it, uh, if you cannot pronounce it, then it's a probably chemically manufactured. And that's a problem because your body is designed to deal with the truth. That's correct. That's Sister Dita. It's not probably. It is absolutely manufactured. It is absolutely a chemical masquerading as food. So who who is winning by that? So we have to look at if we go behind the curtain hmm. and you need to ask yourselves and I'm not we're not going to give you everything because we want you to be like the Bereans. We want you to study and to research and to see if what we're saying is true. Go out there and see it for yourself. And then you cannot tell God that you didn't know about it because you have seen it for yourself. And so you don't want to lie to the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we're we're asking you to be proactive and not reactive so you can be an effective witness for Christ. But But the thing is, is that. Pharmaceutical companies are now in the food business. Come on. Why are pharmaceutical companies Profit. buying food companies? Profit. Because it says cheese flavored. 
not real cheese mm -hmm. so, or so processed you, cheese. So food. you have all these things <laughs> that are flavored, enhanced. It's a chemical. Right. And, and here's the rule of thumb. So I'm gonna take let you, I'm gonna segue over to you because you, this is what you do. Yes. And here's the rule of thumb. If you like you said, if you cannot pronounce the words, do not consume it. Because how many of you bake? And if you, you bake bread, mm -hmm. and if you know bread only takes yeast, flour, a little bit of sugar, not a whole lot, salt, and water. End of story. And it's heavy. And it's heavy. It's very and heavy. it does not take 55 ingredients to make bread. It, okay, for instance, potato chip. Your regular, plain potato chips. Lays. Lays. Let's, 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 take, let's take lays. Mm -hmm. Potatoes, salt, and oil. Three ingredients. Now, if you take a Lay's barbecue potato chip or a Lay's or any kind of salt and vinegar onion potato chip or a Dorito, those ingredients on a chip go from three ingredients to 50, 60 ingredients to make it taste like barbecue. Mm -hmm. But if we go back to the Lay's potato chip, and we're not knocking Lay's. I like them every now and then. But I want you to understand what Dr. Joyce Key said. Key is every now and then. Every now she and said then. potato, which is starch, or sugar. It's That's converted right. to sugar. It has salt on it. Yep. And it says oil. Mm -hmm. That is the trifecta. When all three of those happen, there's something that releases in your body, dopamine, yep. serotonin, mm -hmm. and it mimics the high that a heroin addict would experience. Come on. They know what they're doing. Absolutely. And you have no defense against it. Huh. So there's certain things you need to stay away from. And that's why we're talking about this. And because people want to argue and people want to be righteous. Well, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't do hard drugs. Hmm. I don't do this. But the food that you eat is killing you. Yes. And you have the audacity hmm. to think that you are somehow immune because you don't consume alcohol or uh, a substance uh, like a pill or something like that. You don't do cocaine. You Mood don't do heroin. You don't do, you, you don't do anything like that. If somebody is craving that sugar yes. and they don't get it, it's like a bull in the china cabinet. Yes. People are whispering, get mama her chips so that she'll be nice to us. <laughs> well, it's like it's like that those commercials on the Snickers when people oh, are yes. acting crazy. Uh, Elton John is on one right yes, now. Yes, and Miss Aretha's on one. Right. And uh, when, you know, you're talking about the person who's not acting right until they get their Snickers bar, until they get their sugar fix. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, peop I know people in offices who turn around to somebody and say, you know, well, have you had your coffee or have you had your chocolate today? Right, right. Because of their behavior. It is very true. Food is an addiction but i would and especially the wrong types of foods right. but you know what once you start eating the right types of foods those are addicting also right. like i found a farm to table restaurant in the hotel that i'm staying in they call it twisted farm food okay. and let me tell you something i haven't eaten anywhere else since i've been in town since thursday mm -hmm. because you know what it's fresh it's local it's and it's um uh, it's it's made to order, and it doesn't have a whole lot of ingredients in it. I asked the woman this morning, are these fresh eggs? And she said, uh, uh, of course. And I said, no, honey, restaurants serve poured eggs in a minute, right out of the carton. They call it and, egg wash. That, right. And if you don't 
ask for a cracked egg, you will not right, get one. Right, you have to say you want country scramble or you want crunchy or fresh fried. cracked egg. Yeah. Or fresh, but you've got to change your mind. And in the word of Romans twelve two, and be not conformed to the, this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's why my company is called the Renewing Your Mind Foundation. Mm-hmm. And my ministry, uh, my husband's ministry, my husband and I, I saw our ministry, the Renewing Your Mind Foundation, and my radio show, Ask the Good Doctor, is under it because it all begins on how you think. Mm-hmm. How you think you've got to first decide, mm-hmm. make a decision to change your mind. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, otherwise we'll keep doing what we're doing and we'll get what we get. But you know what? It's survival of the fittest out here. Right. You must make demands about right. what's being placed before you. Well, Pastor, you talked earlier in the worship environment today and you talked about the essence of a genuine worship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you gave three things. Right. And I think if you could state those three things and uh, if we could go to Romans, uh, we were in Romans 12, correct? Right. And you read the first two verses. Right, right. So I would like to read those uh, first two verses in Romans 12. And then I'd like for you to go over uh, the three uh, points that you made, because I think it's important. I think people have to understand eating uh, is a form of worship. I, I want to go back to where uh, Dr. LeJoyce was uh, quoting Ephesians chapter 5 okay. and uh, I believe at uh, 18 is, is mm-hmm. where it talks about uh, um, not to be caught up in well I think in the Revised Standard Version it uses the term dissipation mm-hmm. which is uh, the the Greek is asotia which is uh wasteful riotous Mm -hmm. living Mm -hmm. and then it says but be filled with the spirit and the word filled is the word pleruo which is uh talking about control so it's really it's really saying to not be controlled by substances Mm. but to be controlled by the spirit Mm -hmm. okay but we can go to Romans 12. I, I just wanted to touch on that because what she was talking about had to do with us making decisions that require some self-control. That's right. But the spirit, those you know, those of us who I know it was a time when I was drinking eight Dr. Peppers a day. Mm-hmm. Now I'm down to two. Okay. You know, and uh, ultimately I know that there I has to, I have to make a change. That ultimately I'm going to have to uh, con- discontinue drinking it at all uh, because I know how it affects me when I drink this too. Mm. Uh, but I-, I wanted to really point that out because uh, there are a lot of people who think that they are in control. They got it under control. And the truth is, is they don't. Now, you were talking about earlier today um, when. I brought the message, and it was the essence of genuine worship. And uh, there, there was there was three points I made. I, I read um, Romans twelve one and two, and I'll read it here. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And then verse two, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 
And I just pointed out that there was three things here that Paul was calling believers to. Because um, when he when when it says he he uses the term beseech, so the, mm-hmm. that's that's the word parakaleo, which he's pleading mm-hmm. with them to come join him in a particular lifestyle, mm-hmm. and then he is uh, asking them to surrender. Surrender what the most important commodity that we all have. And that is our bodies. Whereas in the Old Testament, the high priest would go into the holiest place and divide a sacrifice and sprinkle the blood over the mercy seat. Uh, That's the horizontal portion of the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, Those sacrifices were dead. Amen. Amen. Ours, the body, is a living sacrifice. Mm -hmm. But it's asking us, Paul is asking us to... Give the totality of our thoughts, our actions to really the service of God and the worship of God. Because when we get down to the end of verse 1 where it says reasonable service, well, well, the term reasonable there is, is the word logikos. That's where we get the word logical. It's what anybody would do in their right mind. And the word service there is the word ladria, which is talking about divine service, and we call it worship. Mm. Amen? Mm-hmm. And you, so you talked about how could anybody do something when they know how horrible it is. Right. Logical. Uh, right. Illogical. It's what anybody in their right mind would right. do. But now so, we're dealing with illogical, right. but we're still saying right here. That's why I said I wanted you to go back to Right. And, and so first he's saying, look, surrender the greatest commodity that you have to mm-hmm. offer to God, because God don't need us. God don't need our service. We serve people. But we're doing that in the name of God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of the kingdom agenda. We're doing the kingdom work. Mm-hmm. And so we are surrendering the only true commodity that we have. So we ought to be offering that up for divine service. Mm-hmm. And then the sacrifice is the fact that we would do that, that we would actually offer our bodies. And, and it talks about being holy and acceptable. And of course, holy is, is talking about being, uh, you know, separate. You know, set, set apart, set apart, set aside, sanctified. You know, uh, we live in the world, but we're not of the world. And then when we get down to verse two, because you were talking about the the uh, being conformed, and you was talking about the renewal and everything. Well, the, the word conformed is the word sistematizo, which is talking about. Uh, not being a mirror image of the world. Mm, absolutely. That, uh, yeah. The, the, uh, da- Daniel, right? We learned that in Daniel because Daniel refused to eat the king's food, food right, at the king's right. table. Right. And of course, we know that the, the, the term transformed, uh, it comes from the word metamorphosis, uh, metamorphiste or metamorphuo. But it's, it's talking about transformation. And I gave an illustration where. Um, and you know, one of the young men, right, there was at, a uh, Friday, Friday night uh-huh. when we went to that function, uh, he used that and he was on, he was right on tap with that. But you know, caterpillars, they turn into a beautiful bl- butterfly. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that we do know is that butterflies never go back to being caterpillars. That's right. Amen. So 
uh, there's the consistency, and you're talking about the renewal. Uh, the renewal is not a one-time experience, Say. although when we receive Christ, that's a one-time experience. But there's a constant renewal that ought to be taking place on a daily basis in our lives. Because we're supposed to have the mind of Christ. Amen. And then if we're doing what Dr. LaJoy suggested about making healthy choices, then we know that that renewal also is a lesson. It's something that we learn about the difference of eating things that are contaminated and causes health problems versus the healthy items that we could eat that would enhance our bodies and enhance our lifestyle. So, uh, And too many of our family members and too many of us, us ourselves are leaving too soon. Amen, amen. And subsequently... From some of the things we're talking about right now. And when we talk about the fruit of the Spirit, I'm in Galatians chapter 5, and I want to look at verse 22, and I'm in the King James Version. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, Mm -hmm. gentleness, and lastly, self-control. Amen. So self-control, it gets back to self-control. That's the fruit of the Spirit. Yes. So we have to be accountable. And we must be. You know why. We, we cannot keep blaming other people because it's a choice. Yes, it is. When a person suffers from alcoholism, Pastor, and they decide to be sober, I think the word is called abstinent. Mm-hmm. They don't use and partake in any type of alcohol. That's correct. Right. And here's the Number one thing for me, it is imperative, especially for the body of Christ, to really engage in mindful eating and having the mind of Christ. Because you yes. know what? You cannot spread the gospel if you're sick. What testimony is that? How many times have we seen uh, an armor bearer drag out a chair because the man or woman of God is visibly out of breath and can no longer stand on their feet because they're huffing and puffing and cannot blow the house down and they mm-hmm. need to sit down to recuperate and mm-hmm. continue to deliver mm-hmm. the word. Mm-hmm. Where is the testimony in that? Or they how, can't come out for the whole service. Or they cannot. They only come out for a portion of the service correct. and then they disappear. That's Pastor, correct. am I telling the truth? You're telling amen, the truth. Amen. Um, a matter of fact, you know, my wife, uh, my lovely wife, Desiree, uh, for those in Radio Land who may not know that is her name. I call her Queen, a mother named her Desiree. But she's, <laughs> she's on me uh, constantly and my baby girl, the youngest of my children, Janelle, about losing weight. And, you know, the thing is, is that the weight is not really distributed all over my body. I have yeah. it like in one central location <laughs> and uh <laughs> you can imagine what that is and you know one of the things when you've been running and busy and active for many years and then suddenly you get sick and you're not able to do that man what does that do to the psyche because it i'm telling you i've taken a psychological beatdown mm. as a result of that. And, you know, I'm coming back. I'm I'm getting stronger now. I'm, but I'm doing some things. You know, my nephrologist told me, look, you got to cut back on your protein intake. So mm. I've cut back on meat. I've Can cut back on eating red meat. Can you tell people what that doctor is? Some people are not familiar with that term. Uh, that is a kidney specialist. Yes. Okay. Uh, I was diagnosed with uh, stage 3 kidney disease. I was close to stage 4. Mm. 
and I start making some changes in my diet, although I haven't gotten where I really need to be, Dr. LaJoyce, but I have made some changes. And the last doctor visit I had, I was at stage two. So Amen. my kidney Amen. function Amen. improved. Amen. I am We're going to help get you to no stage. I got something for you. I got, I got, I got, there's something for that. There's an app for that. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but let me say this. You, you brought up a good point when you said that you're surprised. And really, when we take a look at lifestyle, People should not be surprised at when they when the health takes a decline. Now, your medical doctor may not tell you that. Amen. And a holistic doctor will tell you because we look at things that medical doctors aren't even looking for. But we also spend more time talking to you than your medical doctor That's ever true. will. And you find out, you discover, there's a, a period of discovery. Just like an attorney has discovery uh-huh. period, uh-huh. you should have a discovery moment with your doctor, whatever kind of practitioner you choose. Because it's only through the talking will you get to it. Will you find out what your distress is, mm-hmm. mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And without the three, that you cannot separate the three from what n- none of it works together. Right. And so, if there is spiritual distress, there is going to be physical pain. If there is emotional distress, there is going to be physical pain. In fact, when people talk about things like diabetes, um, I, I look at emotionally. You know, what in the world has the sweetness gone out of life? What wow. is it that has not been as sweet to you that you may have once thought that it was or that it should be? It could be the death of a loved one. It could be grief. It could be grief that has not yet been recovered from. Mm-hmm. And all of those things also affect us mm-hmm. physically. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, and you know what? People say when people, you know, oh, he just dropped dead. You know what? People never really drop dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's always something. You know, um, I had somebody say that um, a 21-year-old dropped dead. When we really looked at it, that person hadn't been to sleep for five days in a row. Wow. Okay? No one stays up five days in a row, especially a 21-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one's body can take that. Right, right. And he dropped it. And so and they, and they say he dropped, but he was so healthy. Oh, no, but he wasn't. And the athletes that are dropping dead, but they're sucking down Gatorade by the gallons, which has high fructose corn syrup, which has artificial colors and dyes and benzoates and salts and things like that. Yes, it does replace electrolytes, but guess what? So does coconut water. And so does water with lemon in it. And I have a sprig of rosemary in mine today. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you about that yes. because uh, somebody else suggested that I do that. A sprig of rosemary in yes, your water? Yes, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. And as dry as it is here in Vegas, um, I have had an unquenchable thirst. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's troubled me for the others who live here. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I want you all to really take heed and to be, the, you know, when you all say, when I say, oh my gosh, it's so hot here, but it's a dry heat. It's right. the dry, it's, it's cooking you from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And don't ever get used to it. Mm-hmm. Always have something, uh, some water in your hand and not just a beverage that's wet. Right, right. Tricking you. I, I, I do drink quite a bit of water. Well, you need, th- you t- you're, drink- you're drinking two Dr. Peppers a day. Okay, so one Dr. Pepper, you need 32 cups of water to make your body look like it never had one Dr. Pepper. So now you need 64 ounces of water, 64 cups of water to make your body look like it never had the two Dr. Peppers. So if you're willing to make that exchange, go for it. Mm. <laughs> I think I probably drink close to that a day. Good. I, I, I never was 
doing it because I was trying to offset, you know, the Dr. Pepper. Uh-huh. But I, I believe I probably drink that much a day. Awesome. Maybe more. Awesome. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something around here you need it. I drank a gallon of water overnight last night mm-hmm. and the night before. Yeah, and it, and and it's really something how you know what the body what the body can do and what it's feeling. So it's but it's hot. It's a hundred degrees. Right, right. Every day, huh? Right. And most of the time during the summer months, we're going to have days where we're going to get into triple digits that reach, uh, you know, one hundred and ten and even one hundred and fifteen. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens here. Yeah. So when we look at alcohol, alcohol is made with sugar. Yes, right. it is. So let's look at. Take the alcohol out, you still have the sugar. Yeah, you do. So people are binging. Mm-hmm. People are overdosing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they don't even realize what a sugar overdose looks like. So, Dr. LaJoyce, we're coming down to the last part of our uh, broadcast today. If you could tell us what a exuberant amount of sugar would look like to in the body or what the organs are are they misfiring, miscommunicating? If you can kind of paint a Your picture Your central for us. nervous system is off. Okay. Your coordination, your fine motor skills, wow. and then you have to give your body some more sugar in a few hours and certainly by the next day. Mm. Those are all the triggers that you're addicted to it and that the body is craving it. And the withdrawal is no joke. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, every year... For Lent, I make sure that I do absolutely no sugar. I may have my one sugar thing a day or my one little chocolate square or my one dark chocolate because that's what's good for you and uh, my one something. But I can go several days and not have any sugar. But then I go several stretches without any at all. And starting actually tomorrow, October 1st, I'm embarking on a, 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 a month of alkaline eating only. Now, and why do people need artificial sugar? They don't need it. Well, I see a lot of. When you say artificial sugar, do you mean like the, I see a, a the pink, pink? I see a pink packet. I see a blue packet. Sugar I see a yellow too. packet. Well, let me just say that. So let me say you, about and this. And I see a lot of older people mm-hmm. that say, "Well, my doctor says that this is what I'm supposed to have." So, if you could address that, that well, would be great. Well, first of all, it it it's supposed to not spike your glycemic index, but honestly, those things are 400 and 600 times sweeter than regular sugar. Mm-hmm. Not only that, they are excitotoxins to the ner- central nervous system. They actually are stimulants to the highest degree. All three of the black the Blue, the yellow, and the pink packages were made by pharmaceutical companies. Flip them over, look at them. And not one of them was made by a food company. That's because the scientists were making neurological drugs when they discovered that the substance they were working with was sweet. So this is the way for people to have their cake and eat it too. My father was guilty of this. The doctor, he when he was discovered to be diabetic, the doctor told him that he could have sugar-free pop and dietetic candy and sugar-free cookies and this and that and the third, and he ate himself to death, literally. Um, and I watched this go down. I had a front row seat to it, and I kept saying, my goodness, if you don't stop eating that, well, it started with gout. 
Okay, that was the first thing. The eating too many um, foods with uric acid. He mm-hmm. was a, eating a lot of bologna and a lot of um, hot dogs and uh, cheese food. He would he wouldn't even touch real cheese, and I would bring home real cheese. He wouldn't touch it. He liked that cheap American cheese food <laughs> slices wrapped up in a bologna. Pop a Coca Cola ice cold, and he'd eat that like three or four times a day. He could go through a package of bologna in two days. Then he had gout, and then when his feet started to swell and the pain, then the doctors gave him a pill called colchicine and if he was experiencing a flare-up he could just pop a pill and I said if you don't stop that you're going to be diabetic. Two years later the diabetes came then the doctor told him he could have the this and the that the dietetic and all of this and I said if you don't stop that you're going to get cancer. Two years later here comes the cancer and then he had the surgery to take out half of his colon got a bag and they took out his rectum and his anus and ultimately he died because he was supposed to um, they wanted him to go on dialysis and he refused and but so he ate himself to death because after diabetes the next step is cancer and if you do the standard of if you practice the standard of care that is given by the medical the western medical community cancer is where that leads i think we've given you a lot of information today listeners for you to be able to answer the question amen are you worshiping food and drink more than god on the website Save the loss at all costs, lv.org. I mean, save the loss, lv.org. You can go to health and wellness. There's a exam that you can take to see if you're a food addict. Hmm. So I really encourage you to look to see if you're a food addict. Take the exam. Then you need to be able to pray to God so that he may direct you so that you can be an effective witness for him. And there are people who are healers like Dr. LaJoyce, uh, Pastor Terry, that's overcome some great sugar Amen. challenges Amen. Yes. and is still fighting the good fight. Yes, Amen. Yes. And uh, we've got resources. We've got people here who love you, who care about you, but you must be responsible. You have got to get in agreement with the Holy Spirit that you want to live well. Either you do or you don't. You have to ask yourself, are you the mm. man at Bethesda? So we love you. God bless you. And save the loss at all costs. It is our humble prayer that the most high God of all creation and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit-filled, live-called-in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 100.1 FM. Also, you can listen to KKVV Christian Talk Radio anytime via your cell phone. Please dial 605-313-0630. Again, that number is 605-313-0630. That number only works in the United States. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and 
our website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.